All right, welcome into the Three Guys Talking Ball podcast. We have reached episode 64. It is the. You guys have a guess of who who I uh, selected as the uh... Randall McDaniel. It's gotta oh, be Herrera, the, the Vikings' right guard. Let's fucking uh, go. That a boy, Grant got it. I, I, it should be Herrera, the former Vikings guard. Oh, forgot about him. He's no Randall Great McDaniel player. though. No. no. No, I think I have Randall McDaniel's autograph. I think he came to like a Walmart and Dickinson back in uh, back in the day. Why Whoa. the hell is he in Dickinson, North Dakota? I, I think it was like one of them Viking tours that they go on every year, and because they've had a few, I think like uh, um, Foreman, not George, but I don't even know the guy's first name, but okay. I remember him. Him there, like you, you had to pay to get the guy's autograph, but Chuck, Chuck Foreman. You know, it was like, yeah, yeah, Chuck Foreman. He, that, that dude, was, uh... that dude's such a narcissist. Um, Mankato training camp stories. He would always park a little booth outside of um, Jake Stadium Pizza, and if people wanted his autograph, they'd have to pay him on the spot in cash for that autograph. Yep, yeah, that that's exactly how. It yeah, was. Like that that dude, that dude is such a clown. I would have told him to eat shit. He is a real dick. I'm not gonna lie. Chuck Foreman, not a nice human being. Huh. Well, jokes on him. He never he has as many Super Bowls as us. <laughs> Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> it is Super Bowl week. Got the Super Bowl preview, the Kelsey Bowl, the Andy Reid Bowl, you name it. It's it is uh you know, any any type of uh any type of bowl, I guess you want to call it of those three. But it is Super Bowl fifty seven. But before we get into the preview, we have a new host on the show so we would like everybody to go and meet ethan take it away uh we got a dog let's go mr kunown he's a little tired so he's he's gonna be here but he's not gonna talk tonight he's uh he's a little shy a little camera shy so but he's a good boy he loves belly rubs and he loves howling at ambulances so it's been a good five days and let's hope he doesn't kick us out of this place that, that my apartment does not know about him. That uh, well, you know, you're to bark at ambulances. Your your place. Oh, is it's, place it's not a bark. That. It's not a bark. It's a straight it's up, a howl. straight up like wolf howl. Oh, it's yeah. It's like oh, neck. Oh no no, yes. neck is yeah. in the air. It's oh, yeah. coming from the deep belly. I mean, he he, he this this dude's getting after it. He's yeah. like he's like Ozzy Osbourne, the Ozzy Osbourne song, song "Bark at the Moon." Yes, okay. it might be louder than a damn train. Wow, wow, I yeah, I don't I don't know the last time I heard train a train going. I used to always hear him back in the day, which is crazy because I live like like just right next to a railroad tracks, but somehow I don't hear him. Thankfully, so I got that going. Not bad. It's the small victories in life. It really is. It really is. And that, with that, I guess I suppose. Do we want to? You know, there's so there's somewhat some would call a big game going on this weekend, boys. Uh, is, is is there is there a big game going on? Well, Iowa plays um, Minnesota in basketball on Sunday. Maybe. Oh, are you guys going? Maybe. Oh, oh uh, yeah, maybe? maybe. Maybe. Well, they just canceled the game Tuesday for the Gophers because of COVID protocols. Plus, they That's have still like, a thing. I guess so. And they what? we we also have like three guys out injured, so we don't have enough scholarship players essentially oh. to actually play. Well, that's not good. Oh, so huh. we'll see. How about that? 
Yeah, we shall see if they play. If they play, Gophers will probably lose. Yeah, it's not uh, not going well for the. But uh, it's definitely a bigger game than, than anything football related. Yeah. Well, hey, uh, did you guys see the new Brian Ferentz? Uh, Brian Ferentz contract yeah. stipulation. The contract they doesn't matter. Points a game. Still on the coaching staff, so it's a lost season. It doesn't you know, matter. He's only making eight hundred and eighty-five thousand, though. So you know he's making less money. Shut up. Oh, there you go. Shut up. <laughs> you know what's such bullshit about the if they score twenty-five points a game, that could be from the defense again. <laughs> You're not wrong. Like what the fuck? Oh like, god! Dude, they're gonna kick. Be glorious. They're, they're gonna kick four field goals, um, and get to twelve points in the game this year, and then muster up two defensive touchdowns, get to 20, 26. and then according to his contract, all the team had to do was score 20, 25 points. God, Phil Parker's getting so drunk tonight having to deal with this fucker again. <laughs> this is unbelievable. I mean, yeah, he's going to take Only at $1,000 pay cut. But if we score 25 points, you get a bonus. So when your defense outscores your offense again, the offensive coach is getting a bonus. Yep. Well, I hate so Brian Ferentz's best friend is going to be Iowa's defense again. I hate sports. I hate college sports. <laughs> I hate Brian Ferentz. He's got a shitty haircut. They play in the Big Ten West, the worst division in college football. I'm not even looking forward to it next year. I'm done. I'm 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 done. Well, the, the good news is they don't play Michigan or do they, I don't think they play Ohio State either. Motherfucker, did you see them try to play football this year against anyone else? They weren't good. Yeah, well, <laughs> they have a competent quarterback this year, though. At least, I but they still got the guy in charge of him. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you still have a former offensive lineman coaching your quarterbacks. I mean, well, so here's some, if Cade McNamara is listening, you know, got some good advice for him. Do the opposite of what Brian Ferentz tells you to do, and then you're going to be fine. That's fair. That's a good point. And, and he also said, they also said that they're looking to change the offense as well. Change it to what? They want to be more dynamic. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, maybe it, I, maybe it was just coach speak going. It could have been just coach speak. Who knows? You know, I don't. Four tight ends, no wide receivers. Just fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. I I I, I don't I don't know I don't know. Yeah. Just well, slam it up the you middle. know the good thing is is that college football is not till August that where we we have we really ha- have much to talk about. So we we we'll worry about Iowa Hawkeye in August. Let's talk about the the final game of the year. Can you believe it already, guys? It's the final oh, the game year of the year. just started. What are you talking about? You are such a, such a. Shut up. <laughs> I'm going to mute you or boot you from this. Because I think I can somehow, somewhere. I like the pettiness. points like this is uh, part of the interruption? No, around the horn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> around the horn, that's mute the one. You. Yes. Well, let's be honest. Dylan is no Tony Reality. No, God. No. No, I'm not. I'm not Italian, so. That, well, and yeah, he's man. actually a good-looking dude. <laughs> well, that very also very true, very true. I'm not I, you're I am not successful, but he's successful <laughs> more than me, more than all of us. Uh, yeah, combined. <laughs> yep, I can. Uh, yep, I can end end your call right here, Ethan. I have it right when I want to, but I won't. Why are you going to do that? You you would be so in the times with today. Just cut Ethan off. Well, just out of pettiness, but I'm not a 
trying not to be as petty of a person. Well, no one's so. as petty as Ethan, so. No. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I'm let you know. And that's why we love him. But sometimes yeah. hate yep. him at the same time. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Smart ass. Can be. But the final game of the 2022-23 season. Uh, there you go. Yeah. Nice job. That is was that, is that good enough for you? Yeah, you figured it out. Okay. You figured it out. All right. Yeah. Here, that's for you, Ethan. <laughs> Thank you. He didn't even see it. He wasn't even looking. Hey, I'll repent my. I'll, re- I'll forward the message to him. <laughs> well, we're we're recording oh. this. This will be on YouTube. So, <laughs> yeah, we're 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 like Eli Manning. Yeah, we can we can, we can edit this out, right? <laughs> we're just becoming Philadelphia fans right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Yeah, we just need somebody throwing beer. Well, I mean, we have had un- uncrustables thrown at us this year. Uh, you know, no beer yet. No, no beer. So who knows? Maybe depending on what happens on Sunday, we might uh, when have that might have that happen to us, which would suck because that would make a mess, and I'd have to clean it up, and I don't really like cleaning. You're a man. Men don't clean. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was still, speaking of which, I was still waiting for you to show up at my door at 6 this morning to fold my laundry to guarantee a Chiefs win. Oh, I, I, I drove about five minutes down the road and said, no, I'm not doing this. No? Okay. No, sorry. That's fair. I've made that drive many a times. It sounded so I, I know you. I know your pain. sounded awful. It's, yeah, once you get to, from Jamestown to Bismarck is the worst stretch of it in North Dakota, and then... From Fergus Falls to St. Cloud is kind of that same stretch of just terribleness. But then once you get past St. Cloud, you get to see more trees. It gets a little bit prettier. You're into civilization. You yeah. you drive by the Monticello Country Club that has the most trees on any golf course in the history of the world. I hate that golf Correct. course. I, we, my dad and I have always said that when we go through it, one of these years we're going to have to golf it. No, d- oh, don't, that's just terrible. Do not go. You will, is it? You will hit three trees on one hole like me. Oh, yeah. It wasn't even one hole. It was one shot. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I felt like I was at the arcade. It was like pinball machine. Or am I thinking of the one in Albany? Because that, that one's right off the right off the interstate too, isn't it? There's tons of that. There's tons of trees up everywhere over there. You're probably thinking about. But maybe that's a little bit close past that. Or is it Alexand? The Alexandria. Alexandria. Golf course. I'm one of those. Because it's the one that you Grant. You told me that Matt Damon comes back every one, like every year in golf. That'd be by uh, that'd be by Avon or Albany then. Yeah, yeah. I think it was El- the Albany course. Yeah. Because that one's right off the interstate. That's the one I'm thinking of. That yeah, my dad and I always said that one of these years we're gonna golf. Well, just but, just don't do Monticello. No. No. You'll you'll Good break more trees than you probably will hit get scores. I should have known that round was gonna be a disaster when I when I buried the first hole. True. Striped it down the middle with an audience watching from the restaurant patio. Absolutely stripe it down the middle. Did they give yeah. you a golf clap? Did you they, they actually give you an did. applause? Wow. They actually did. And then a nice little chip, and I put it in. And I, I should have known it was only going to get worse. Yeah, usually if you birdie that first hole, it's only downhill from there. Oh, boy. Oh, Here we go. Uh-oh, we got an ambulance. Oh, no, he gave up. He gave up. Oh. Okay, damn. I was actually really excited. I was, too. I was, too. <laughs> but, 
No, nope, he's like, nope. ah, I'm too tired Boone, for this. Boone's not howling yet, so no, we got that going. He's pretty sleepy. The night is young. It's been a long day of laying in bed doing nothing. That's a, it's a it's very exhausting. People are people are surprised. I do that. That's usually most of my Saturdays is laying on my chair doing nothing. He was laying on me, and now Hannah stole him in, and he's sleeping on a pillow. So now oh. I'm upset. I'm, I don't know if I'm more upset that Boone left or Hannah's in Ethan's spot. This is also true. <laughs> we, got, we also got a new sectional, yeah. Dylan. <laughs> and we've pretty much been fighting over the same corner spot for th- two weeks now. So uh, it's fine. It might just yeah. be the make or break of our relationship, but it's fine. I saw a note on that couch that said Ethan's spot. I did put a note there. This is true. <laughs> I don't know what she's doing. So we have couch we have couch gate uh, right now going on. What? We have couch gate going on right now. She just said the note was she wasn't in the room when I put the note on, so it obviously doesn't count. Then I guess. Well, that is true. She's not lying, but it's still Ethan's spot. It's still Ethan's spot. Oh, Boone's been even stealing it now too. Last or was it a couple nights ago? I went to the bathroom. Oh boy. Come back. He's right in my spot. I was just like, we're gonna have the we're gonna have the we're gonna have the Royal Rumble at your apartment for that that spot on the couch. We yeah. that, that like yeah. that the Drake and Josh episode when uh, Drake's girlfriend at the time thought she could beat Drake up, so Megan gets a whole cr- group of friends together to watch it. And she charges them. Yeah, is that what we're gonna get? That we yep. could stream that on the U- on our YouTube page. Sounds perfect. I'm going Facebook Live, or well, both. We, there's a way Instagram you can do live. Both. Why not do all of it? Get as many <laughs> do all of it at one can. time. Grant Grant and I'll be the uh, be the broadcast of it. It'll essentially I'll wear a GoPro and, and do tie that to my phone, and then we'll broadcast from like an actual fighter's view. Oh, there you go. Now we're thinking. Yeah. Yep. Yep. We're so. getting places. I like it. I like it. So, suppose we uh, we want to get into the uh, Super Bowl preview here. Sure. Let's give her help. All right. Let's All right. Help. Super Bowl preview. Eagles versus Chiefs. First Super Bowl matchup of these two playing in in the game. Both uh, Chiefs got two Super Bowls. The Eagles have one. Games at 4.30 Mountain Time on Fox. The Eagles are point and a half favorites right now. So that could change. But we're going to go. We each have three keys for the both teams, offense and defense. We're going to give our prediction. We're going to do some props. Three of our favorite props. And then we're going to go start them, sit them, Super Bowl party foods. So we'll start on the Eagles' offensive side of the ball. Stick with what got you there. Run the ball. Be effective. It might be ugly early. It might be tough sledding right away, but I think the Eagles need to stick with it. Another thing is get A.J. Brown involved early as well. They got him involved early in the NFC Championship game. It made the uh, brought-out guys – um, for the Niners to cover him, uh, but back to the back to running the ball. That's that that's the key to their entire offense. If they're able to run the ball, if Jalen Hurts is able to run the ball, that opens up play action where they are best at. And my final point is is don't let it become a drop back pass game. If you're the Eagles, you want to play this game in front. You don't want to play from behind where you're forcing Jalen Hurts to into a drop-back pass game, which is something that he has not really proven he's capable of doing. He hasn't really had to do it yet this year. So, in the end, you just do your best to not let it get to that. Uh, I'll, I'll go as the uh, 
um, person who will not be rooting for the Eagles on Sunday. Uh, but uh, I couldn't tell. I, I I don't know what gave it away. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Something, something must have gave it away. Uh, but for me, point number one here: touchdowns in the red zone. Uh, you do not beat the Kansas City Chiefs by kicking field goals. Ask Sean McDermott how that went in the 2020 AFC title game in Arrowhead. Chiefs came out 38-24. And also on that note, the Chiefs have the worst red zone defense in the NFL, so you need to take advantage of a weakness that the Chiefs have there. And then, uh, you know, on that note where you need to score touchdowns and not kick field goals, no turnovers. Don't uh, don't give the Chiefs extra, extra possessions and free possessions on a sudden change because that's when Andy might dial up a shot and he's going to take advantage. And if you give this offense, you know, score 29 points a game, over 400 yards a game in the NFL, extra possessions, that will come back to bite you in the ass and you will lose. And then, Dylan, kind of just like what you said, no matter the score of the game, you could be down two touchdowns, you could be up two touchdowns. Stick to the running game. It's what got you there. Uh, some, some Sanders action. Um, you know, Gainwell, Jalen, Jalen himself, no matter what it is, keep running the ball Philadelphia because when you dominated the Giants and dominated the Niners, you owned the line of scrimmage and you ran the ball uh, down the opposing defense's throat all game. I'm going right with you guys with the run game, but uh, one, Kenneth Gainwell needs touches. I, I swear every game I watch, I've only probably watched like three or four of them this year, but Every time he gets the ball, he makes a play. Like the first three touches of the game, each went for 19 yards versus 49ers uh, two weeks ago. But honestly, I think he's honest, better than Sanders. Like, I think he fits that offense better. I don't think Miles Sanders is that great. Call me crazy, but I think Kenneth Gainwell might be better. Use Hurts legs, design QB runs, extending plays. That's really what's going to be hard for the Chiefs is those designed runs where he's a beast. But limit him to 40, I don't know, 40, 50 yards in – I'd say that's pretty goddamn good considering how many he has been going off on people. Uh, and then the third one, attack the young corners early and often. Uh, you have both rookies, right, on both sides now? Yeah, Legarius has yeah. the next Yeah. And then, so you, yeah, rookies on the outside. Yeah, so you, I mean, you got to test these guys right away. I mean, maybe do an early double move with Devontae Smith or something. Like, test how, how, how they're feeling, how loose they are, how tight they're playing. It's the biggest game of their life, you know. Like, just get out there and just see what they got. If if they, if they hold up, great, get back to the run game. But if not, just keep pounding it down the field. Yeah, and that, that I think that goes into why I have, you know, target A.J. Brown early because that's going to he, – he's more of the, your underneath receiver, and he's going to open it up for a deep shot of Devontae Smith. I think if you're – which I guess um, – which we'll get into a little bit here, but, like, especially the Chiefs, I think the one thing you're doing, if you're keying on a guy, it it is Devontae – Devontae Smith, it's putting a bracket over him and not similar to what they did with Chase where, you know, if he goes one way, one corner has him. If he goes another way, somebody else has him. Uh, I think that that that's going to be key too is, is just if you're the Chiefs, don't don't let, allow the explosive plays. Well, and I'll, I'll be intrigued to see on that note where the Eagles offense lines up A.J., because if you put him inside the slot, he's going to go up against LeJarrius Sneed, um, you know, if he plays. But he was he was back on the practice field doing some small drills last week in Kansas City before they flew. So I think he's going to pass concussion protocol. He's going to play then. Yeah. So it's, it's just a matter of time. If this game was last week, he might not have played. Uh, but if you line up Age on the outside, 
Um, you're going to go up against Trent McDuffie, Jalen Watson, or Joshua Williams. And if you're the Eagles, you want him going up against McDuffie because those other two are big body guys who can, you know, match him physically if you're going for a 50-50 ball. So it'll be interesting. That'll be part of that chess game to see where the Eagles coaching staff lines A.J. Brown up. Yeah, I think another thing, too, with the Eagles is is this is Nick, Nick Sirianni's first time coaching in the Super Bowl. You've seen it before with co- first-time coaches where they almost put too much into it. They most, almost over-prepare. Sean McVay talked about it when they played the Patriots when they made it in 2018 about how, you know, two weeks to prepare, you know, that it could be a good thing, it can be a bad thing. And that one... It, it wasn't a good thing because he sat sat at his, in his desk late hours of the night preparing and over overthinking it, and it showed where they didn't even score a touchdown in that game. Mm-hmm. So then I guess we'll just now we did the the Eagles offensive keys. Let's go to the Chiefs defensive keys. Is it's priority number one. Shut down the run. Make Philly one-dimensional. Like I said, said for the key for the Eagles offense, don't let it become a drop-back pass game. If you're the Chiefs defense, force it to become a drop-back pass game. They have to find ways to keep Jalen Hurts in the pocket. Make him make throws where he's not comfortable. Not Don't let him get out and around where he's able to extend plays with his legs. Receivers are able to get open where there could be a defensive holding, defensive pass interference things like that. Chris Jones is going to have to have one of the best games of his life again. He has to build off of what he did in the AFC Championship game. And then the the big thing is is force some field goals in the red zone. Don't let him don't give him anything easy and make sure they're tack they tackle well. Something they have not been great at all year. You know, for me, I'm going to I'm going to jump back to what we were just talking about for the Eagles offense and Ethan said they got to take advantage of this young secondary. Well, if the Chiefs want to win, this young secondary is going to have to win some one-on-one matchups. You know, because Dylan, like you said, um, if I know Spags, and if they're going to try to double-team anyone, they're going to double AJ. Uh, Justin Reed's going to have Dallas Goddard. So Joshua Williams, Trent, and, um, you know, Trent McDuffie, uh, or, um, you know, Jalen Watson, they're, they're going to have to make a play. They're going to have to you know, have some PBUs and then not bite on those double moves if you want to get, um, you know, Devontae Smith or, you know, Quez Watkins, you know, down the field. And then also another thing I said is you got to keep Jalen um, uh, bottled up in the pocket. Make make it a pocket game because if you let him get on the outside with his legs, not only, you know, he's going to be a threat to run over your linebackers and run past your secondary, but that's when you get the schoolyard backyard plays and these receivers can break routes and get open. And that, that'll just break your back right there. Cause it's like you won the initial coverage, but you couldn't get to the quarterback. You couldn't keep Jalen contained, can keep him in the well. He goes, he makes a play and the, the Eagles move a drive and, you know, maybe they score on that drive and it just, it kind of slowly breaks your back. And then, you know, lastly, one thing that the chiefs have done bad all year is, if you have a second and 17, a second and 20, win second down. I don't know how many times this year they've had, let's say, a second and 20, 
and they give up a 13-yard play, and then it's a third and seven for the opposing team's offense, or it's a 15-yard play. If you get the Eagles in second and 20 or second and 17, make it third and 14. Make it third and 15. Let them have to get a big chunk play to get a first down. With that, and that, that's one thing they've suffered with all year. If you get them in second and long, win that down. So then that way it's not a third and manageable. It's a third and long, and the Eagles don't have to think, hmm, we like to go for it on fourth down. We have two opportunities if it's third and you know, third and seven. Let's let's make it third and seventeen and and get a stop and make them punt. I think Dylan might have actually stolen all my uh, all my notes for this one. I did. Uh, for me, it starts with the Chris Jones, a pass rush for the Chiefs. They got to get after him, make him uncomfortable, make him second guess these throws. Maybe throw one too high, thinking there's pressure there when there's really not. Safety gets a pick, something along those lines. Leads right back into the containing him in the pocket, like we've all three said. Now you cannot let Hurts get out of the pocket, run, scramble, extend these plays. Don't let the edge guys get deeper than him in the pocket. That that We saw that how many times with the Vikings in that damn game where Patrick Jones was way the frick ahead, and then Daniel Jones would just run out in the, in the playoff game every single time. And then Grant, literally word for word, make him one-dimensional. Or just Dylan might have said that too. But shut the, shut the uh, running game down. Make this guy a pocket passer. He never excelled at that even at Alabama. So, like, you're – Chances are going to skyrocket if they can shut this run game down, shut Hertz's run game down, because that's really the main part of their actual run game. And another another thing, I you know kind of want to just add this as another one. I think the Chiefs they led the NFL this year in defensive linemen blocking passes. You know, George Karloff just had six. Chris Jones has done that in his career. Carlos Dunlap. If you can't get home, it's going to be hard to get home against this Eagles offensive line. Let's not kid ourselves here. But if you can't get home, get your hands up. And then, like Ethan said, maybe get a tip pass. And when that ball is tipped over the middle, good things will happen. And, you know, that's another way to slow drives down. You know, third and seven, if they want to do, you know, a shallow cross or a slant to try to go for it on fourth down, get your big paw up, knock that ball down, make it fourth and seven, then they got a punt. Yep. Yeah. It'll... I think the chess match between the two coordinators are going to be just well in any in any of this game is is the chess match going on the game within the game that's always something to pay attention to, um, and you know there's this game is different for so many other reasons it mo- most watched game in the world uh, is the soup the halftime is is long um, you I I think I remember last year they guys talked about how they would shower right when they get into the locker room and basically change, put on new gear because they're just sitting in their own sweat the whole time for like a half hour because most half times in the NFL are only 12, 12 minutes. So it, it, you're doubling the time and, you know, where you're actually going to be able to make halftime adjustments, which you're not able to in the game because the halftime is so short. Like Peyton Manning said on the Manning cast is, you know, that's the most, overrated thing that he's ever heard is is the is the halftime adjustments it's you go to the bathroom you have some oranges and by that time you go out onto the field again Mm -hmm. but who are we doing next let's uh let's go let's go over to the chiefs offense eagles defense we'll start with 
the Chiefs offense. So I think it's no secret that Andy Reid hates running the ball. And I think they've been outrushed in every playoff game they've played so far this year. They might have maybe they, they, they outrushed the they outrushed Cincinnati. I well, no, they didn't. No, no, they only ran it for forty two. I I think they they got it in their first game, I wanna say. Whoever they played. No, the Jags the Jags had them. No, no, the one before. I'm trying. I can't drive. They've only played, they played like in the wild card. They they didn't play in the wild card. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. There. They had to. They you had definitely to blanked there. I did. Yeah. Well, for good reason. Like I said, I'm. I, I've never claimed to be a smart person. But, you know, they 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 need to run the ball effectively. And when I say effectively, they need to get four and a half to five yards of carry. I. W- I think Pacheco and McKinnon, the the one-two punch that they have, there's something there. They seem to run the ball hard. They run it effectively where they're able to get that four to five yards a pop. Um, And then we'll see if how healthy Mahomes is too. I don't, I don't think he's going to be a hundred percent, but I feel like with two weeks off, you almost, he's going to be closer. He's probably going to be in that 80 80 to 90 percent I wouldn't be shocked if they get him more involved in the run game which has been a key when they've had their big playoff run uh when they've gone on those playoff runs is he he's been a big part of the running game and probably their leading rusher a couple of times and and the other part is is protect Mahomes because he's there the Chiefs O-line is going up against the best pass rush in the NFL and they're a deep pass rush they got five guys that they can channel through all game. And when you have five guys and you have that depth, they're going to be fresh. And as that game wears on, the they're going to get strong. That pass rush is going to be stronger. It's going to be huge for the for the Chiefs offensive line, which has not played great in the playoffs so far, to protect Mahomes, keep him upright. And then I think in other spots too, I think I, I I said three, but I have two. Is is get Kelsey involved early and often, find ways to get him the ball, get creative with it. Uh, the Bengals did a good job of keeping him locked, uh, keeping him locked up where he didn't get the yards after catch. They got to find ways to generate some yards after the catch with him, which will open up that run game, and it'll also open it up for other receivers where guys are keying on Kelsey so much, where. Guys like Juju Smith-Schuster. I think I saw Miko Hardman is on IR. That is correct. That's correct. Right. MVS needs to have another big game like he has in the playoffs so far. Yeah. And then the other, the other part too is, is I think if you're the Chiefs, you almost want to treat it like a Canadian football. Like you want to be getting that first down on first and second down because it'll be tough on those short yardage situations, and it's situations where the Chiefs have struggled in. Is they are not good in those short yardage situations situation so i think i would expect them to be very aggressive on first and second down to try to avoid those third down situations and you know dylan to kind of piggyback off your travis kelsey um take i'm i'm kind of actually on the opposite end of that spectrum i want andy and this and be enemy and this and matt Nagy and this staff get get other receivers going early and often and why do i say that make the eagles adjust because coming into this game, they, there's one constant in this passing game. It's going to be Travis Kelsey. But we'll play the hypothetical game because that's all we can play right now. Is if you have Juju, Kadarius Tony, um, 
you know, in, in Skymore and MVS going early that, and, and you're having success, that's going to make the Eagles adjust because you know Travis is going to get his yards. You know, that Super Bowl against the 49ers, he really didn't do much until that fourth quarter, but he had a big touchdown. You get those other receivers going near having success, Philadelphia's going to have to change some things up because they might not be able to, um, you know, guard Kelsey the way they want to, or if they will, just take advantage of these receivers all game if you can, you know, get them going early. And then you mentioned Philadelphia with their best pass rush in the NFL, 70 sacks in the regular season. Use a little tempo. You know, find a personnel grouping you like. If you get a nice chunk play on first down where you get 13, 14 yards, you know, keep that same personnel group out there. You don't have to go no huddle, but just, you know, kind of go fast. You know, short little, quick little huddle right there. Get Philadelphia on their toes. So then they can't rotate bodies throughout that drive. And if their defensive linemen are on the play for a 7, 8, 9, 10 play drive, then they get a little tired with that. So, I mean, you know, you all know how creative Andy and this offensive staff is. You can have multiple different plays out out of um, one personnel group. So find a group you like and just just go a little fast so the Eagles aren't fresh and they can't rotate those bodies. And then, you know, the last one, kind of like what the Patriots, in my eyes, did when they played the Seahawks in that 2014 Super Bowl. You have to at least attempt to run the ball to have the Eagles respect you. I'm not saying you're going to rush for over 100 yards against this Eagles um, defense, because that's, that's going to be tough. But if you at least attempt and show and make those linebackers go forward, then you can maybe get them later on in the game and some RPOs over the middle of the field, whether it's Travis or, you know, Sky Moore or Kadarius Tony, something, something like that. As long as you're just attempting and those linebackers have to respect you, then it's going to be uh, – you know, they might be able to have some success against this defense. I'm going to start going to Mahomes, but moving him around the pocket a little bit, getting him outside the pocket, kind of, I guess, putting this pass rush on ice for a little bit, just kind of getting him out of there, getting him away from the heat. Uh, I know his ankle's not 100%, so you're probably going to have to be a little bit careful on it, but at the same time, you're not going to be able to afford to let him just sit there and get absolutely annihilated. But uh, also, number one, don't block. Don't be Kyle Shanahan. Do not block a, a D end with a tight end uh, multiple times. It doesn't end well. Well, I the good we thing is, that. is Travis Kelsey is illegal to or is allergic to blocking. Yes. So th- that won't be something that I will expect him. Every once in a while, they'll try to throw in a Noah Gray, but yeah, he's not blocking that one guy by himself. No, no, no. Hassan Riddick will absolutely annihilate him, considering he annihilated Kittle, who very well might be the best blocking tight end in the league. Yeah. Um, but uh, get McKinnon involved. I know you guys have both mentioned his name or whatever already, but get him in some screens. Get him in some space. That's really where he excels. He really can do good, I think, versus these linebackers of, uh, of the Eagles. Get him in space. Let him work. Almost like uh, the Vikings don't do with Dalvin Cook enough. Um, but so uh, like a, like what sh- the Patriots did with Shane Vereen and yeah uh, Super Bowl Forty Nine yeah and Mike White yeah I think yep. it was Mike uh, yeah. James White James, 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 James White. White that's it that's it yeah hundred percent and then in the very little I've watched the Philly defense they were very opt- opt- opportunistic that's what I was trying to say big word big word it and is very aggressive but uh, make them pay for that do a, do a couple double moves do a slant and go use these screens against them to even help 
alleviate that pass rush even more. Like that stuff's really going to help the Chiefs move the ball, but just also just get away from this heat. Well, and to your point, to your point, Ethan, you know, Andy Reid has the best screen game in the NFL. Yeah. That could be to Jarek McKinnon. That could be, you know, a little something to Travis Kelsey. Or I know he was just activated off IR today. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire scored on a shovel pass, like a screen pass, in week one in this same stadium. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, speaking of with, which, good with point, Grant, that you brought this up. Yep. You know that whoever wins this game will have will officially have more wins in State Farm Stadium than the Arizona Cardinals will this year. I did know that. Wow. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, because the Chiefs got a win week one, and the Eagles, I think, week four? They only won one home game all year. One home yep. game. Thursday night against New Orleans. That's wow. crazy. That's not good. But anyways, back to the game. I think we're on to the, the Eagles defense now. Oh, okay. All right. So Ethan wrapped his up. Yeah, I, so, I didn't have a ton. Gotcha. All right. So we'll switch over to the Eagles defensive keys. First and foremost, keep Mahomes in the pocket. Uh, you know, try to don't let him get out, extend plays with his legs. Uh, don't let, which allows receivers to get held, grab. Similar to what we said with the Eagles offense. Uh, big thing is, especially is don't don't allow the explosive plays. Make Chiefs go the whole field. See if they're able to sustain drives and hold them to field goals. Uh, another another key is get home with with your front four. Get home with the D line. You've been they've been the be- the Eagles D line has been the best pass rush all year in the NFL. Prove it. Go out. Do it again. The less they have to blitz, it's going to be better, which will allow it. The Eagles to sit back in coverage, which has been where Mahomes there, and there hasn't been many low points or where he's struggled is, but when he's when he, the Eagles can get pressure with only four and they don't have to blitz and send extra guys, that's where you see Mahomes struggles, and you'll see where he'll throw up a prayer or try to do too much and force him into a bad interception. So, uh, you know, it's funny, Dylan, you mentioned Andy Reid. You know, he doesn't love to – he's allergic to running the ball or he doesn't like doing it. But a stat this year that is amazing is when the Chiefs rush it, have over 30 rushing attempts, I believe they're 4-0 and they average 33 points a game. So where am I going with this? If I'm the Eagles, make the Chiefs one-dimensional. Don't let this offense get balanced because if this offense gets balanced, then you're in trouble. Because then you can get Jarek McKinnon out on those linebackers, like Ethan said. Then you can work the RPO game where you, you can dominate the middle of the field. Uh, then, then Travis can get going and he can do his thing. That whole playbook is open for Andy with that. So if you're the Eagles, make the Chiefs one-dimensional. And then if you make them one-dimensional, you know what that means? You can tee off with that pass rush. It's probably not going to be you know, third and three where, hey, they might run it. they got to watch out for this trick play. You know, it's going to be third and seven plus, and you can get after it. And like you said, so far the Chiefs' offensive line this postseason has not played well. Orlando Brown looking for a big contract. He's got to be better. Uh, and, you know, Andrew Riley at the right tackle has been a weakness all year. So I bet I wouldn't be surprised if Hassan Reddick is rushing the defensive left, you know, side with that. And then also, if I'm the Eagles, this is more of what I think they need to do to win. Two turnovers. Because in every Chiefs loss this year, 
they have had at least two two, two turnovers in that game. Buffalo, Cincinnati, Indianapolis. Because if you don't if you don't stop this offense from giving your offense extra possessions, there's a good chance you're going to lose this game. Because every game they've been in, every every loss they've had this year has been by one possession, and the, another team has scored off of a drive where the Chiefs gave them the ball. So the Eagles, I think they need to turn them over twice. And just like what he's like what you guys have said, what Tampa Bay did two years ago, you got to get after Mahomes. Make him run around for his life. Make him be Houdini on every single play. Make him be Superman. Don't let him get comfortable. Because how good was he last week in the pocket when he was comfortable when he had time against Cincinnati? I mean, he, he tore him up. He just lit him on fire. So if you can get home, again, 70 sacks in the regular season, make his life a living hell where he's got to worry about where he's getting hit from next, then you got a good chance to win. Again, you, I mean, I know I'm going last year, but you guys keep stealing my stuff. But uh, <laughs> literally the same thing Dylan said, keep Mahomes in the pocket. I mean, the same thing goes with Hurts, but he extends plays. He gets those penalties, and it's like every other possession, it seems like he got one. Heck, there was a freaking possession versus the Bengals. What, there was like three, three, three flags on them, I think, in one possession or something like that. They kept moving the ball down the field, like just from him extending plays. But uh, I'm going right back with Grant, forced two turnovers. Like – Taking possessions away from Mahomes is important, but also scoring off them. Like taking them away is great, but if you don't score off of them, you're really just wasting your own time. You're not, you're you're taking more time away from yourself to score essentially. So you need to do something with them. And I already you already mentioned it too. You need to kick get touchdowns. You can't get field goals off of these either, especially if it's in Chiefs territory. Like it's seven or else you're probably going to lose. Uh, honestly, versus Chiefs. And the last one, just don't be too aggressive. Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. If you, if these corners are too aggressive, he will make them pay, and they will give up these big chunk plays, explosive plays, I guess is, is the word. But, uh, I mean, if they bite on these too many of these double moves or just these slants or something, MVS is going to – MVS, I guess, is – he's going to hit some deep balls again. And, you know, so far this postseason, guys, MVS has looked like the MVP. Mm-hmm. Because if without him last Sunday, they don't win. And he, he was big in that Jacksonville game, you know, also. Um, and, Ethan, you know, I, I'm glad you piggybacked on my turnover point because, you know, this Chiefs defense towards the end of this regular season has been playing well, except when they got to go on the field on a sudden change. When their offense turns it over, they're almost out of sync, and you can almost guarantee the opposing team is going to score a touchdown on that drive. So, you know, if the Eagles want to give their offense – um, a benefit to win, you know, they got to, they got to turn the chiefs offense over. Yeah. Well, and the, the last time they played back in 2021, the, I think the Eagles limited the chiefs to like eight possessions in the game. They score or yeah. Eight. Cause the last one was a kneel down. They scored on six of six of the seven, essentially of drives where they were actually playing. And the one time they didn't was an intercept was a Mahomes interception. So they didn't force a punt the entire game. Obviously, that was when uh, Nick Sirianni was new. He was still figuring things out. Same with Jalen Hurts. But that's also something just throwing out there. But, you know, also that Eagles team last year didn't have Hassan Reddick and didn't have <clears throat> um, uh, Gardner Johnson in the, in the secondary. But I, I know what you're saying. A lot of the same pieces – you know, from last year's team who who 
to not stop the Chiefs once last year. So, yeah. So I suppose uh, you guys got anything else? No. No. I mean, we we doing predictions next. We we're, we're... Yeah, yeah. We're we're getting to predictions. All right. So okay. since you guys are you guys, I've gone first for everything. I'll let you guys. You guys decide which one's starting and which well, one. Since you guys have stolen everything of mine, I'm just going to go first. I'm just going to be selfish. Okay. Um, but uh, I have e- or Chiefs 29, Eagles 20. I got a late touchdown and a two-point conversion from uh, Andy Reid uh, late in the game, probably about three and a half, four minutes left, go up nine. Take that risk when you're already going to go up seven no matter what with the touchdown. So, boom. All right. And you know it's funny. Uh, great minds must think alike, because uh, I'm I'm with I'm with Ethan here um, on the score of the Chiefs. I'm going to say Chiefs twenty nine, Eagles twenty three. Okay. Okay. With that, I just I think it's just kind of a magical year. I'm going to be a homer here, and and, and pick the Chiefs. But I think uh, you know the Super Bowl reminds me of when they played the 49ers. The 49ers had the better roster. They have the more complete roster, but the Chiefs have the better coach and the better quarterback. And that's going to prevail on Sunday. Yeah, well, I guess that makes it uh, – I'm up. So, just who is the most – Just know if you say the Eagles, you're dead to us. Like, it's over. Like, we don't care. Well, let me let me go. Truth, truth be told, I'm not a fan of really either team – and realistically, I just I, – I don't know – Eagles is obvious because I'm a Cowboys fan and it's their despicable, awful franchise. And just Fans. there's nothing – there's nothing – no redeeming qualities about them. You know, they can barely read, you know. <laughs> These are facts. They can't read. They're not smart. I don't I, – I have yet to know a intelligent Eagles fan. And if you find one, let me know because, you know – a blind squirrel finds a nut every once in a while. I, it, they're few and far between. Chiefs fan, Chiefs, I know I'm around way too many Chiefs fans. They're just all around my life. Grant's a Chiefs fan. My boss is a Chiefs fan. Head coach of where I coach football at. Diehard Chiefs fan. They're everywhere, and I have to hear Mahomes this, Mahomes that, Mahomes this, Mahomes that. He's not Tom Brady. Okay, so just stop. Don't compare him to it. I know, Grant, you're not one that compares him, but I'm around other people that do and say he's the greatest thing ever. When Tom Brady whooped his ass in the Super Bowl, it, it was a great day. No, t- I was able to out. walk in with my chest held high. Hey, it wasn't Tom Brady. It was that defense. Well, Tom Brady was Super Bowl MVP. It, which was erroneous. A great it game. should have been Devin White. And you know what? Uh, that reminds me of that Super Bowl. People... You know, after the third touchdown, Tyron was um, talking shit to Brady, and Brady was giving it back. And people were like, oh, the game was over when that happened. You don't talk shit to Brady. The game was over at that point. They were getting their ass kicked. Tom was up. He Tom had nothing to do about that. That was Devin White and, and those dogs on that Tampa Bay defense that day. So, yeah, um, I'm not going to lie. The Chiefs got their ass kicked that day. But don't bring up Tom Brady. Let's talk about that Tampa Tom Bay Brady. defense. It was Tom Brady. We'll wish him a happy retirement. I'm not going to say Patrick Mahomes is Tom Brady, but or will he ever be? I have no idea. But he is the only other quarterback to go to the Super Bowl three times in his first six seasons. So 
there is some similarity there. Just throwing that out. I don't. I don't even know if t- Patrick Mahomes is better than Dak Prescott. Pat Mahomes okay. has never won a road playoff game, and Dak Prescott has never lost the Super Bowl. We, we're not going to get into specifics sucks. about it, <laughs> but I, that's my story. I am sticking to it. I am the anti-Pat. I've, I told my boss I am the chief, the CEO of anti-Pat Mahomes propaganda. So that there it is. But this, this game, is I've, I've, Eagles are a point and a half favorites, and I've gone back and forth with this. And for me, who's the quarterback for the Eagles? Uh, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Okay. And who is the quarterback for the Chiefs? I think, Tom Brady Jr. I think it's Patrick Mahomes, if I listen okay. to you correctly. Gotcha. Okay. So, I think wow. in these type of games, you always got to go with the best quarterback. And Jalen Hurts is playing really well right now. He's had a great playoffs. Mahomes been – Coming in a little gimpy, but in the end, I'm going with Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs. He gets his second Super Bowl. That is quite the hat. That's a Negro League baseball hat if I've ever seen Yeah, yeah, Kansas City Monarchs. So, I got the Chiefs 32-26. All right, so the Eagles are going to win. We all picked the Chiefs. (laughs) Yep. Well, did you see that guy that tweeted out at, like, his next, like, eight Super Bowls, and he's, like, on track, and this year it's the Eagles to win. Yeah, I did see that. So, hopefully we get that uh, turned around here. Hey, but remember, this is called stupid luck. Remember, remember that bad. guy who had the first, like, 10 or 9 games for the Jets right this year? He was looking good, and then and then the Vikings broke that streak. So, hopefully, uh, hopefully the Chiefs can change that on Sunday. You know how shitty of luck you have to have if the Vikings ruin something good for you? <laughs> no, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that the truth? <laughs> but so we also said we're going to do some props and start them, start them Super Bowl fools. And then before we head out, Ethan, I'll curveball of the week. But before we get to our, our favorite props, I got to ask, guys, what is your favorite Super Bowl memory? Like of all the Super Bowls you watch, what what is one that you really like that like? sticks out in your head that you have as like a favorite memory. I think Grant, yours is going to be pretty obvious here. It's Damian Williams going down the sideline. Um, And even, you know, the drive before that on fourth, on third down when Jimmy overthrew Emmanuel. And then on fourth down, I remember that my parents, parents place. And then my sister was over and I think my aunt too. And I said, they paid Frank Clark. Frank needs to make a play. Frank needs to make a play on fourth down. He has a nice rush, beats um, Joe Staley, and Jimmy doesn't even get a chance to throw the ball on fourth down. And I remember standing up screaming, saying, that's why you pay that man. That's why you pay that man. (laughs) So Frank made a play, and then Damian going down the sideline and make it 31-20 like, oh, my God, they're going to do it. They're going to win this damn thing. So when Damian was going up that left sideline, that was pretty special. I'm going to go generic here and say 28-3 game. Uh, I remember I was at uh, my buddies in Iowa City, and, like, literally almost everyone just stopped watching, essentially. They're like, oh, this game's over, this game's over. And I think I was the only one there. I was like, you know what, it's Tom Brady. You know, like, this guy's really good. Let him, let him, let him give him a chance. Mm-hmm. Sure shit, here we are. Like, 
biggest meme in football history still to this day outside of Deflategate. Uh, but yeah, that was awesome. Like everyone just doubted them and Tom Brady's like literally just like, fuck you and just completely went beast mode. That was the ultimate hold my beer. You literally yeah. or hold my balls. Yeah. Go on Marshawn I think Lynch. the Falcons might be better at Vikinging than the Vikings do. Yeah. Matt Ryan, especially. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Poor Matt Ryan. Well, uh, Boone must be a Matt Ryan fan. He perked up when he said Matt oh, Ryan. So he was offended there. Poor guy. Poor I dog. Poor pupper. So, I think mine ha- mine is the 20, 20, Super Bowl 49, the Malcolm Butler interception. Mm. No secret, I'm, I'm a huge Tom Brady stan. And, you know, he leads the ten, that 10 point comeback in the fourth quarter. And then all of a sudden, it go. Uh, Curse makes that catch off, off the carom of uh, Malcolm Butler, and it's like, oh, are you serious? Three straight times the Patriots have been in the Super Bowl, and they're gonna lose because of some ridiculous pull out of your pull out of your ass catch. And in that stadium too. And in that stadium, the scene of the crime from which where they lost their perfect season in '07. And then they run it. They, the Seahawks run it on first down, get a stop. And then everybody's thinking they're going to be running the ball again. And I think all three, we, we're, we're definitely the minority here that we, we all agree that throwing the ball was the right call because Marshawn Lynch was actually not very good in short yardage situations. The defense, the Patriots lined up in basically wasn't going to allow a Marshawn Lynch run. And and if you watch the that game, I watched it back earlier yesterday because it was on, and there were three or four instances on third and short or second and short where the Seahawks tried to go run him, and they didn't get it. The Patriots stuffed it out. And so Russell Wilson throws it, an undrafted rookie free agent, Malcolm Butler makes the play of his career, intercepts it, a play that he didn't make in practice at all, but saw it enough times in a game where he knew to break on it, makes the play of the century. Tom Brady begins his second Hall of Fame career. I'll say, just remember this one, but the Plexico Burris before he shot himself in the leg and went to jail, uh, (laughs) touchdown versus the undefeated Patriots, and the David Tyree helmet catch that – for whatever reason, people still say it wasn't a catch. I don't understand that. But who says um, that? I've heard multiple people. Really? People from yeah. people from Boston. Oh, it has to be. Has to be. But yeah, I've heard multiple people, people. that Just don't know what Iowa, they're of all about. places. People said that wasn't a catch. I don't know. Did he go to I- David Tyree? Go to Iowa State? I don't know. There's a good chance he did because those people are it's possible. Those people are un- un- uneducated. But uh, they're not the smartest. Um, but a non-Chiefs member for me, guys, I would. Probably the San Antonio Holmes touchdown against Arizona. He didn't get his feet in. There's no way he got those foot in, those feet in. No way. But that was just an unbelievable effort and probably one of the best Super Bowls I've ever seen. And Larry should have went down at the one. Larry scored a little too early. James Harrison with the 99-yard interception. Yeah, James Harrison. That game was just that game was just dookie. Didn't Sean uh, Alexander win one with the Seahawks once? They lost. No, nope. they lost to the Steelers. They That's lost right. to the Steelers That's in Detroit. Right. Jerome Bettis's last game. Detroit. Detroit hosted the Super Bowl. What an idiotic decision. Yeah, that's never. Happened. They hosted a world. They hosted the World Cup too. Good lord. At the Superdome. 
or Silverdome. 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 Excuse me. What a play! I bet you that play that was that place looked electric back when Barry Sanders was playing. That place looked loud. Well, because everybody was on crack when they were watching the games. Oh hell yeah, that, they were. Why? Because there they were no from Detroit. Yeah, there. Rock City, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like Ethan said, there were no rules. But uh, David Tyree, David Tyree went to Syracuse, for those that were wondering, did not go to Iowa State. So, yeah, who knows? Who cares? It makes even more sense. Northeast guy plays for the Patriots, so just pissed. Probably, yeah. That could be. So, you guys ready for some props? Yeah. Let's do it. All right. So, I suppose we'll just go. We'll go. I'll start. National anthem. You son of a bitch. Time. Well, we can. You guys are too like. Just, I stayed away from that one. That one because I've nailed it the last like five times. I've or since I've started since I've been sports betting, I've gotten it every time. The the over at two o five. I think it's Chris Stapleton singing it. You know, those guys, they like that spotlight. They want to kind of cherish it and relish it because there's a good chance they're never going to be singing a national anthem again. I like it, the over to hit at 2.05. That's a long song. It is, but Chris Tableton, he's got a hell of a voice on him. But, boy, can, can he sing slow. Yeah. Well, because in most of them, they start. They really make you sweat it out where it's – they they go really fast and then about halfway through and where they the bombs bursting in air that's when it really slows down and they really really dig deep into their chest to kind of let out that those long I don't even know what I'm I should, probably should have paid more attention yeah your play by play sucks here but you're trying it's fine but when they really pronunciate things out as the uh, as it gets closer to the end. To make sure that they're finishing it right as the flyover comes across. Oh, that makes sense. So. All right, e- Ethan, Ethan, you're up. I want to hear you. All right. Um, I have, for my first one, a fan runs onto the field. With how much shit people protest nowadays. True. There's almost no way someone will not make it on the field in some way or another, whether it's on the sidelines causing a havoc or actually getting on the field during a timeout or something. It's going to happen. I think it will. And and what better stage to protest something than the Super Bowl when, you know, 100 million people are going to be watching? Yeah. You know, go get – don't eat red meat. They're probably – it's going to be some stupid shit like that. Yeah, that girl like a Target Center this past year. Yeah, what a crazy son of a bitch. They, the Wolves needed her more often. I yeah, she was great. I mean, she was the only reason – They won every won. time she protested. I know. That is true. I know. True statement. Yeah, that's mine. Um, but, yes, to uh, piggyback on Dylan, because apparently we have the same notes, I uh, – the Chris Stapleton National Anthem, I also took the over. With that, and I mean, I'm not going to lie, guys. This might be the best national anthem in the Super Bowl we've heard in our lifetimes. I'm, I am excited for this because, boy, does Chris Stapleton have a voice, and it is, it is going to be good. Grant's getting hard just thinking about this. I really am. I wish I was drinking some Tennessee whiskey while I was talking about. This. Oh, that doesn't sound terrible. Why? Why'd you play a crow? Uh. Because we're talking about Grant's boner. 
What's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ethan said he was. Grant was getting too hard talking about Chris Stapleton. And just, I don't know. But I guess back to me. This I, I is, am a churn. You know, Ethan, you know what I'm Ethan said we're. Ethan said we're too vanilla. How is this one for non-vanilla, Ethan? This one is plus 165, yes. And this one is, does and I have yes on Andy Reid mentioning a cheeseburger during his post-game interview. Oh, if they win, 100%. Cheeseburgers in paradise, baby. Yep. There's also one, too, that uh, he's going to wear a Tommy Bahama shirt on the sidelines for the game. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that would be good. That would be awesome. That is a good one. <coughs> I did go basic on my second one, and I said Devontae Smith will score the second touchdown. Oh, second. Okay. Ooh, second. second. Not the first. The gotcha. second. I like that. All right. Well, speaking of Philadelphia Eagles wide receiver scoring a touchdown, kind of like Ethan, I went uh, a, little, a little basic here. And uh, it's nothing much. It's just plus 105. But A.J. Brown, touchdown at any time in the game. Okay. Okay. I think that big body receiver is going to get get in the end zone at least once. Gotcha. Makes sense. Sorry, it was A.J. Brown plus 125. 125. Gotcha. All right. And to piggyback off that, too, is on the other side, I have first Kansas City touchdown going to one Travis Kelsey at plus 300. I think, I like I said, I think he's going to be a big part of the game. And it always seems like he is someone who gets that first touchdown of the game. Is I think he's gotten it in the both playoff games in the against the Jags oh. and against the, the Bengals. I think that trend continues. I think Travis Kelsey gets the first Kansas City touchdown in two Super Bowls. Okay. My last one. Two Are Super Bowl appearances. I was going to say. They didn't score the last time they were in the Super Bowl. Ah, uh, my last Grant's one. just like stunned there. He's just. Yeah, he's uh, they they didn't score a touchdown. They know. kicked three field goals. What can I say? <laughs> this is a true statement. Facts are facts. Never happened to Dak Prescott. He's never been there. He never will. Doesn't don't change the subject. We're not talking I, about I, I love how I love how Dylan is moving the goalpost here and no one said anything. But as soon as Ethan does it, Dylan gets all defensive. Probably because he's a Cowboys fan and his feelings hurt. Yeah. No, I like I said, I'm just the, the CEO of Anti-Chiefs Propaganda. Do you ever remember watching the Cowboys win a playoff game? Like, remember vividly. Well, this past year, yeah, on my birthday. On oh, my yeah, birthday against the Bucks. The Seahawks, when they beat the Seahawks in 2018. That shouldn't have been in the playoffs. In 2014, when they beat the Lions, they came from behind against the Lions. Which was not a pass interference. That was, it was not what the ref call, and then in two thousand, I think it was two thousand nine when they whooped Andy Reid and the Eagles' ass in eight Cowboys Stadium. I have a question: How did that next game go in two thousand nine? Don't change the subject. <laughs> no, no, I'm not changing the subject. We're not talking, we're talking about Cowboys. We're talking about Cowboys wins. Goddamn it! We're not talking about losses. All right, let's talk about Boy, Cowboys losses. Cowboys no, we're we're talking about the Super Bowl. The Cowboys <laughs> haven't lost the Super Bowl ass. since the eighties. Uh, my last one, Kenneth Gainwell, most rushing yards. Ooh. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you, he's got, if he has a big game, I'm sorry, Grant, but the Eagles probably are going to win. Uh, you're right. You're right. He, uh, he's the jack of all trades there in Philadelphia. He's pretty good. 
Um, All right. So, oh, go ahead. Sorry, Greg. I was going to say, you had one um, speaking of young running backs, I have uh, Isaiah Pacheco at over 69 and a half yards, minus 110. I'm going to go with that. I, I think Isaiah gets 70 yards in this game total, or at least above the 69 and a half. Um, so there's some other good ones too. Here is, you know, Gator. The obvious one. What uh, what what color liquid will be poured on the winning coach? I was right last year, baby. Blue Gatorade. I'll say Blue. yellow. Yellow. Yeah, that's I'm, what I was gonna go to. I'm gonna say orange. Oh, okay. okay. I'm going. Because well, I think I feel like when the Chiefs won it in their first, in 19, I feel like it was orange. It definitely was orange. Because it's not going to be red. Because red is the worst of all Gatorade flavors. Red Gatorade sucks. It does. It's not, I, man, I don't know what the worst is. The, cherry. Cherry Glacier. That shit sucks. I'd take Glacier Cherry over Fruit Punch. That's 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 a, that's sad. Actually, you know so what? Sweet. I'm kind of with Ethan here. Huh. You might you might as well get, go to the fucking store and get some Cherry Nightclub. I, I don't drink either one. I'm pretty much a strictly it's the same thing. Actually, they just die strictly, uh, strictly lemon lime. Okay, thank you. I was gonna say lemon lime Gatorade is the only flavor to go, or zero no, zero the zero please, sugar lemon lime or glaciers. Those are my yeah. Those are my top two. Well, I suppose we, you know, I said we're gonna be doing a stardom situm. Maybe that that might be a new thing once football season's over, where we do a stardom situm every episode. So feelings might to keep an eye on. might get hurt. Yep. Um, so here's some other ones. Will the opening kickoff be a result in the touchback? Absolutely. Absolutely. They're going to send that bitch. That 20 is free fucking money. What if, what if the kicker slips? Then it won't be. Uh, Bucker, or, did that in or, that, Bucker did that in that stadium this year. Or if the yeah. kick returner says bet on him and he just jumps up and it's going to go out of bounds, he jumps up, lands in bounds, and runs it back just to get his money. Oh, Delvin. Well, then he'll be with Kelvin Reed. Or yeah, Kelvin Ridley. Kelvin small. Ridley. Yeah. Will Will Andy Reid be doused in barbecue sauce if the Chiefs win? That'd be cool. A little Casey masterpiece? Yeah. I don't see it uh, happening, but that'd be awesome. That would be sweet. Will Andy Reid special, will he eat cheeseburger before before end of Super Bowl broadcast? You, you're, there's no way he doesn't have a cheeseburger at halftime. Well, they, they have to show it on TV for it to count. Oh, like the Mark Sanchez hot dog? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, will Andy Reid special? Will they mention or show the clip of Andy Reid competing in pump, pass, and kick contest? That's a good one. That is. Uh, let's see. Oh, the Drake curse. What team apparel will Drake be wearing on Super Bowl Sunday? Oh, fuck that guy. Yeah, he's a bitch. Um, no one cares. He's going to be wearing the NFL shit. Y- you know what? If I had to He'll probably wear Chiefs gear. No, I think he's an Eagles guy. Ah, uh, yeah, he's North, from Toronto. Toronto fan. He's he's gonna be an East Coast he's guy. From Toronto, yeah, he'll be yeah. an East Coast guy. Let's Good see for here. the Chiefs. What is that piece of shit? So he fits that narrative for them. Yeah. What What's gonna be Rihanna's first song? Shit. That's a good one. Right now, the, the favorite is "Don't Stop the Music." I was gonna say "Don't Stop the Music" or "Disturbia." Stay Disturbia. That's Shakira. She has Disturbia too. Oh, does she? Mm-hmm. We're talking like 2006 Rihanna. Well, oh. I'm 
we're all dumb here except Grant because I didn't know it's a song. You didn't even think it was her. You said someone else. So I mean, Grant. I'll say I'll play "Don't person. Stop the Music." Don't stop the music. Stay diamonds. This is what you came for. I'll say for. diamonds. What's my name? Oh, so question. Which better have my money. Hey, with that, is Drake gonna come out on stage if she sings? Um, say my name. Oh, he has to. Maybe. Maybe they're gonna grind up like they did at the All NBA All Star Game a couple years ago to that song. Could be. So well, so I'm glad you brought that up because to occur during Rihanna's performance on stage, ASAP Rocky to appear on stage. Well, that's her baby daddy. Rihanna to suffer a wardrobe malfunction plus five hundred. Hey, Janet Jackson. J- hey, Jay Z to appear on stage. Drake to appear on stage. I think at minus one twenty five. It's gonna be one of them because if she sings Umbrella, Jay Z will be out there. And at plus twenty five hundred. Rihanna to propose marriage to ASAP Rocky. Plus 2,500. Oh, I'd feel so bad if I was ASAP Rocky. Talk about getting emasculated on national TV. But, man, I think <laughs> if you put five bucks down on that, man. Hold. That's a good How over under on Jackson Mahomes' TikTok is set at one and a half. I hate over that. Over under, he's even going to be in the damn stadium. Yeah, I'd kick him out of the stadium. Uh, how many times will Kelsey brothers facing off against each other be mentioned during the broadcast? A thousand. Over, over under one and a half. Oh, over. Yeah. Over is minus 320, so that's not a very good bet. I just hope Donna Kelsey does the coin toss. How many times will Roger Goodell be showing over, over under one and a half? I bet you over. How many times will the chains be used for a measurement? Will an index card be used? Is that going to be on there? Is Gene, is Gene oh, coming Gene. out of retirement? Gene! That'd be sick. I'd be so pumped for him. Jersey number of first touchdown score over 11 and a half. Well, it's not six because Ethan had Devontae. Yeah. So, that's, uh, yeah, that, those are all the, the interesting ones so far. But let's get let's to food. stardom, sit em. Food! Super Bowl food. So, so. Ethan, did you start the uh, the props? I did. So Grant gets to start food. Grant will start stardom, sit him, Super Bowl food. All right, boys. Well, we're the mirror of positivity, so we're going to start with the sit because we're hungry. We're starting with sit Well, I'm gonna, Sorry, I'm going to start with stardoms. Okay. Okay. We're the mirror of positivity. I'm hungry right now. I want to think about food, so let's do this damn thing. Uh, do you want me to go off all five, Dylan, or just say one, and then you, and then we go back and forth? Oh, we'll go back and forth. All right. How about we both? How about we do one stardom, one sitem? All right. And then okay. we'll just yeah. Okay. So actually, no, no. Let's start with we'll start with stardoms. Yeah. And then finish with sitems. Yeah. So there we go. We got to figure it so out. So my first stardom, it's it's simple. I think it's my favorite um, thing to eat on the side. Ethan would know. Bacon wrapped jalapeno poppers. Ooh, you yep. son of a bitch! You sandbagging yep. son of a bitch! Yep. That's a good one. That's a good one. God damn it! Yep. So, well, man. everyone, that's my first one too. So, all right. Well, mine mine's gonna go with the 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 classic buffalo chicken. Dish. I knew you were going there. Yep. Oh. I think I did that last year too. Yep. Can't go wrong with anything buffalo. Makes everything better. So we're back to you, Grant. Um. Well, you know what? It's it's an appetizer holiday, and uh, we're, we're we're snacking on some Velveeta with Rotel and ground beef. 
go, oh, that's what I had to. <laughs> Grant's taking all of mine. This is not fun. <laughs> so am I, am I up again? <laughs> no, I, I no. guess so. Okay. I'm sorry, Ethan. I swear to God, if this is the same one, I'm, I'm leaving. Is it my turn, or has Dylan got to go? Yeah, it's, you can go, because we no, all have the same one. So. <laughs> Ethan, the floor is yours. No, 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 no. We're keeping this in line. No, you're going. All right. All I right. Know you're, I know what you're going to say, but. Well, Ethan, just imagine it's a Friday night. We're at Sunshine Factory. <laughs> we get an order of mozzarella sticks, baby. <laughs> actually, I did go with that. Oh, actually. good. Oh, I was scared there for a second. Um. Fried pickles. That's later on my list. Big yeah. Frickle guy. Big frickle guy. <laughs> Just the best. Actually, I had that on my list, but I knew one of you two clowns was going to have it. So I erased it and added something else on for later. Wow. So, all right. Well, I'm going to go with, go with the bu- Buffalo wings. You know, I made them last year. I made, I made three different kinds. I made the Buffalo a dry rub, and then also a lemon pepper Ooh. type uh, wings. So can't go wrong. Get some good ranch there with it as well. Always a good, always a good choice at a Super Bowl party is some buff, good old buffalo wings. Um, so and to kind of continue with the finger food here, I'm gonna go something on the lines of like uh, you know loaded French fries. Ooh, you know a little French fry action, little uh. A little shredded cheese, maybe some bacon bits, uh, some jalapenos, some tomatoes, mellow cheese, a little sour cream on top, kind of like you know you're at the bar food. Loaded, loaded, loaded French fries can't go wrong. I'm gonna be very basic here, but uh, pizza, pizza's just hard to beat. What, what type of pizza are we doing? Oh, pepperoni, and pepperoni. I'm just gonna tell her. I'm just gonna. If Hannah hears this, not stuffed crust. Stuffed crust pizza's decent. It's not great. Thank you. I agree. She is a very big smirk on her face right now. She's not happy. Because she knows she's wrong. <laughs> oh, boy. Said- I'm not going to lie. I'm not going <laughs> to lie, though. I, it, if, if there was stuffed crust pizza in front of me, I'd still eat it. Well, no, that's not, what we're, that's not what we're debating. Okay. Fair that's enough. That's a different Here. conversation. All right. All right. Well, I guess to me, you know, I think part of the Super Bowl is, is – the foodies in us is you, you, you want to have it somewhat themed to what the team, what teams are playing in their town. You know, this is a great food matchup, Super Bowl. We got yeah. Kansas City barbecue, Philly cheesesteaks. So, and sometimes the Philly cheesesteaks, they can be a little bit tough to do. So, I'm going to go with the Philly cheesesteak sliders. Interesting. You know, it's still, still finger food. You don't, the bun, it, cheesesteak cheese is already made you just got to eat them you know the less work you don't have to put it in a sandwich you don't got to pour the cheese whiz over it type of thing everything's all made you just got to pick it off and go with a nice on a nice hawaiian roll i like it and then you know this is my last one just because it's so good but Shout out to you, Dylan, and my buddy Derek at work, who just made a nice display about this today. Buffalo chicken dip. Yep. It needs to be said twice. <laughs> I agree. It's just it's that good. 
I'm gonna. No one said any type well, of. Well, oh, okay. Time out. Time. Sorry Whoa. to interrupt, Ethan. So, I'm, I'm when you're, with with the buffalo chicken dip, too bad. You'll get over it. Um, you know what are are, are you doing? Tortilla chips? Are you doing crackers? What are you dipping using? What what with the buffalo chicken dip? Are you dipping it? In? I'm the the Lay's party size. You know, uh, big bag of chips like the restaurant style ones. Oh, the late. Oh, so you're doing. I mean, Tostitos. Tostitos. Excuse me. Tostitos. Okay. Tostitos, party size restaurant chips. All right. So none of us have mentioned any dessert. Well, obviously, we need dessert because we're fat and we like food. But uh, brownies. Ooh. Yeah, I think brownies might be my favorite dessert out there. They're pretty hard to beat. Yeah. Uh, I'll go with chocolate chip cookies, but I'm not going to turn down a brownie ever. Um, and then, you know, like I said, going off the uh, the food matchup, especially for this one, I got to go with pulled pork or ribs. You got to get that good barbecue. I think I'm actually going to smoke some ribs for for uh, for the game. And uh, I made them a couple of years ago. It turned out good. This time I'm going to I made them in the crock pot last time. This time I'm going to make them. I'm going to smoke them. And we'll see how they turn out. I've used my smoker one time since I've gotten it in the past year, so I feel like Super Bowl is a good occasion to uh, get her rolling again. You know, it's funny, guys. You mentioned this about how good the food is during the Super Bowl. More than likely, I probably actually won't eat a whole lot during the game just because I'll be so nervous watching it. Um, against the Niners, I don't think I left my chair once uh, to get food. I may have gotten some food at halftime. I know that Bucks game, I was nervous to start the game, and then just the way that game went, I was too upset to eat. So for the last two Chiefs Super Bowls, I really didn't eat anything because I was nervous. Uh, so there's a chance I might not even eat a whole lot anyway. So I'm just talking a bunch of stuff for maybe a Super Bowl that the Chiefs aren't playing in. All right. Perfect. So I suppose let's go to sit them. Who's starting? I'll start it off. I had – Buffalo wings in my stardom. So I'm sitting the boneless wings. Super Bowl, you got to do it right. You, but Boneless wings are okay every now and again. But for Super Bowl, you bring out the big guns. You're eating the bone-in traditional wings. Get the boneless shit out of here. Um, so I'm absolutely just going to shit all over you guys. But Buffalo chicken dip. I just don't like it. I think it's trash. Uh, you guys can have your own opinions, but boo me, shoot me all you want, crucify me. I don't care. I'm right. Uh, with, with, well, guys, we're not trying to be fancy. Uh, most football fans are hardworking Americans who are blue collar. So get that charcuterie board off the goddamn table. Thank yep. you. Yeah, that's some bullshit right there. Pepperoni and hard salami and fancy cheese from France that's been on a table for six hours. It's it's not up to health code. The crackers are dry. The olives don't taste that good. Get that Give me the crystal farms. Give me the fucking crystal farms. Crystal farms over yeah, France every day. Yep. All right. Uh, so uh, it's my turn. I'm going to go with hummus. Now, I'm not anti-hummus. I do enjoy good a good hummus every once in a while. I'll put some salsa in it, you know, dip dip it in your carrots. But Super Bowl, that's a cheat day. 
you don't need the healthy shit. Sit them. Get it out of here. An occasional veggie tray, you know, to help with some digestion. But, you know, the hummus, too fancy. Too fancy. You got to keep things simple. Oh, we just lost Grant. Sorry, sorry, oh, he's back. He's back. All right. Uh, I, I believe I am up. Uh, Dylan, I'm going to shit on you again here, but any kind of sliders. You know what? If I want a burger or a sandwich, I want the whole damn thing. I don't want this mini thing. Give me the full fucking thing. Ethan, what you, you know. just said is so beautiful. I'm going to do it again. Sliders. If I want a slider, get me a whole goddamn burger. Get me the whole yeah. Philly. Yeah. I don't want any of this appetizer nonsense. No. No. I want the whole experience. Quit, quit being cheap and just make me a goddamn burger. Well, <laughs> when you eat four kitchen. of them, though, it's basically the same thing. No, it's, no, not. it's not. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's no, not. Yes, it is. Wrong. It absolutely is. Wrong. No, you're not. Move, move you're, on. No, you're wrong. Move on. This is over. All right. Price is right. All right. No. Yes. Wrong. <laughs> wrong. I'm going to – my my the next one I'm sitting is salad. It is not a day of health. You know, I think the only acceptable type of healthy shit that you can have is like a fruit pizza or a veggie tray or a veggie pizza. My mom makes an incredible veggie pizza for these types of occasions. But a salad, I'm sitting there. Get that out of here. Nobody wants a salad on the Super Bowl. If you are, you're probably a nerd. Uh, Well, you know, Dylan, I'm going to agree. I'm going to disagree with you here again. Get that veggie tray bullshit out of here. I don't. We're not having fruits or vegetables on Super Bowl Sunday. We're hardworking men in America. We're going to eat junk food. I don't I don't want to have your cauliflower, your carrots, your broccoli, all that other nonsense. Get that out of the way. I can have the veggie trace 364 days out of the year, but not Super Bowl Sunday. If you want to drink the whole canister of ranch, I'm fine with that. Just don't be dipping any carrots in that ranch. No veggie trays allowed. <laughs> all right. Little weenies slash pigs in a blanket. One of the most overrated foods in the entire world. If I wanted to eat a penis, I'd be gay. (laughs) (laughs) Yes! (laughs) (laughs) Ethan, that was fantastic. Um, and I don't know where else to go, but to attempt to follow that up, any, I'm a Dylan. Like I said, he shit on it once. I'm a shit on it again. Boneless wings. Get get that shit out of here. Or chicken nuggets on the Super Bowl. I want to, I want to chow on that bone. I want to have, you know, 30, 30 sets of bones on my plate in front of me. And I might want to be a little backed up the next morning because I had too much chicken wings. But don't get that get that boneless nonsense out of here. I agree. I would agree. So my my fourth sitem is, is is deviled eggs. Nobody needs to be eating deviled eggs. I I don't oh, mind them every I'm once in a while, but that's for Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's. Deviled egg. Yep, New Year's. Deviled eggs. Sorry. You're sitting, you're done, you're out. Can't handle you. Uh, I'm just going to say any type of wing. Grant, I know we made them for the actual. You can boo me. Come on, let it go. Let it go louder. Come on, keep it going. 
but I know we made him for the actual college football playoff. That is not as important as the Super Bowl. And so I would not make them for the Super Bowl. Judge me all you want, but that's that's how I look. Well, like. you know, well, you're being judged. That 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 that's thing was better that night than the Wings. The Wings were great. They were good, but they were good. Dick was better. Yep. Yes, it was. Uh, lastly, any, so bad, fondue. for me, any sort of like cheese ball dip or something like that. You know, you got the big the big round of cheese with you know the bacon bits, and I don't know if they put onions or peppers on there. I don't know what is it. Just it, it looks gross, kind of like that charcuterie board. It's been on the table for six hours. It's dry, it's stale, it's really warm. It's probably a bunch of nasty fingers all over it. Get that cheese ball out of here. All right, so now we're on to number five, and this one, I think Grant, Grant, you're definitely going to be on board with me. My fifth sitem is wine. Yep. This isn't Get this isn't here. Thanksgiving. This isn't Christmas. This isn't a your typical family gathering. This is an American sport played by Americans, hardworking Americans. Watchers, they wait all year for this game. If you're sitting down and you're drinking something, you're drinking a nice cold beer or a mixed drink. But okay, wine, yes. get it the hell out of here. It does not belong anywhere near a Super Bowl party. Because if you're drinking wine, you also have a charcuterie board. And I already can't. And a cheese ball. And a cheese ball. Just get the fuck out of here with that nonsense. I can't do it. I'm not a wine guy. If I wanted nasty feet juice, I'd just get some Welch's grape juice. But I don't want it. That was, this might actually be the one time uh, I would agree with Dylan about wine or Grant for that matter. Uh, but uh, my my last one kind of ties well, and even I think I think you and I, I'm I'm not a wino like you are, but I don't mind an occasional glass of wine. Like when it's we good. went to the yeah. we went to the Morgan Wallen concert before when we ate, we had a glass of wine. You did? did? D- Dylan did. Yeah. Oh, it did. It looked. I just did it to piss you off, and it worked. Looked like garbage. You 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 repressed it so much that you you don't <laughs> you even remember. It looked like garbage. It doesn't like fucking remember. Gar- <laughs> garbage. Uh, but Dylan also, or uh, Grand has also mentioned this, and he it is the devil itself. Charcuterie boards. None of us are fancy enough for that shit. Like, no, it's so stupid. Like, let's go spend sixty dollars on cheese to eat with some shitty ass fake uh, meat. That you don't know where it fucking came from, like piss off, and it's all nice and splattered on a on a wood pallet thing. It's like no, get the hell out. All right, this isn't Instagram Super Bowl Sunday. No, Super Bowl. No. This isn't girls' night. This is the opposite. <laughs> this is not girls' night. And you know what they also drink at girls' night? Wine. Wine. <laughs> so, uh, Grant, what's your fifth? What's your fifth sitem? Or have you? I think. Have you said your? I think I've said all five of mine, but I kind of. Okay. On that. um, Trying to. Like I I said, the biggest one I agree with with Ethan is is probably the sliders. I want the whole goddamn sandwich. Boneless wings don't belong. Uh, And, you know, call me crazy. You know, we just talked about this. Something about having a steak at the Super Bowl doesn't fit well with me. I want finger foods. You know, it's a very stuff you can stab at. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Appetizer type meal. I don't want to have to sit down with a big plate in front of me with a fork and a knife and try to take down, try to take down this big steak. So just again, we can, you can have it 364 days of the year. 
but steak on the Super can't do it. That's what you have as your pregame meal the night before on Saturday night, Grant, because you can't eat chicken because it's a nervous bird. There you go. And you'll watch that game nervous. So if you have a steak before the game, you're going to be fine. I like it. So, all right, well, that's our Super Bowl talk. We've got one more thing to discuss. So we're going to kick it over to Ethan for Curveball of the Week. All right, so we've, we've all kind of seems like been doing pretty well on our fitness recently. Uh, Dylan, you're, you're training for a marathon. I'm training for the 10K. Grant? Uh, I mean, false. That, uh, like I said, yeah, last week yeah. I was put on hold. Sorry, but I'm trying to prop you up. Don't roast me on this, man. And I, I also, but I also up, did get up. This is not I your I did wake question. up and I work out this, worked out this morning. So okay, that, that's good. Day, good day one start. But okay. And do you guys want to know what got me out of bed this morning? The smell of bacon. Uh, no, no, my name. I am not Michael Scott, but I was as my alarm went off. I have it set for a quarter to five every morning, and most lately, I have not been getting up. But I don't know if you guys know. I know Grant, you're not on Twitter, so you probably don't know who this guy is. Ethan, you might, but uh, do you do you know who uh, Nick Adams is? You follow him on Twitter? I don't think so. No, he he's. A, it's ba- he's basically a parody account for Republicans. His his Twitter name is Nick Adams Alpha Male. You can find him on Twitter at Nick Adams in USA, and he he tweets all the stuff things that alphas do. And this is what got me out of bed was I read this and I'm like, well, I have to get up now. Alpha males wake up early and tackle the day before it tackles them. We remain on offense, not defense. Because winning starts in the morning. Got up, got a good workout in, had a good day. Now I'm recording with you guys. So, you know what? Starting it off good. So, sorry to interrupt, Ethan. I had to get that out of the way. It's okay. It's okay. Just a couple of alpha, all three, three alphas just talking it up. You know what? So Ethan was going on some WWE hype. Let's let him start over again. Yeah, so, yep, go so ahead. we've all been working on some pretty good stuff. I'm I'm doing the 10K in June. Dylan, you you might still attempt to do a, mar- a half marathon. I'm not 100% sure, but you're working out, which is good. And Grant looks the best I've probably ever physically seen him. Like, Dylan, I kid you not, he looks phenomenal right now. Uh, he's kicking ass. So uh, what's our uh, what's your favorite workout slash lift? Oh, that's a good one. Oh. Um, I'm going to go shoulder press. I freaking love the shoulder press. Oh, you know, dude, I'm right there with Ethan. Cause recently I've been doing the, uh, 60 degree tilt back on the shoulder press really works. Those front delts. Yeah. God, just, I got effort the other day when I did those catch this, wait for it, boys. 80 pound dumbbells, three, three work, heavy working sets of seven on that shoulder press. That felt great. Um, I'm sure. I mean, I, I, this is a tough one, but I, I really like the um, probably the dump, the dump, dumbbell bench press. Okay. You know, typical gym head here. Like Dylan said, we're being alpha three wolves talking right now, but just now I can rep out those 115 pound dumbbells, heavy working sets. People look at me just in awe. Like what's this guy doing? Something about that dumbbell bench press. Just, it gets me fired up for man, a great chest day. Okay. Yeah, I would piggyback off you, Grant. 
I think I would go with just the regular, the barbell bench press. That's uh, something that I've kind of missed in my time since I've stopped working out. I was doing really good. I was, I got up to, I got two reps of 225. Oh, boy. Um, the last time I was serious into benching. So hopefully try to build up to that again. Uh, that was kind of always the goal was to get up to get some reps on 225. I was able to do that. So got chest day Wednesday. And that's, well, it won't be 225 that day, but to get that gradual build up, that progression upward on the right trajectory of getting healthier in 2023. You know, if I can say, me and Grant, neither one of us actually do the dumbbell uh, bench press anymore, really. Yeah. Yeah. I just, like I said, I stick with that barbell. Every once in a while, I'll do a a close grip um, barbell because it puts less stress on my shoulders and I really can focus on those triceps there. So I like that. But, you know, Ethan, I, Dylan, I don't think I've told you this, but I've told Ethan what I've been doing recently, a good way to end my workouts, which is just, it's killing me right now, but I love it. And I think this is what it's kind of helping me look the way I look and shout out to Ethan for that. I really appreciate that. My guy is, uh, he got on the treadmill, about 20 minutes of cardio, 12 and a half incline, about three miles an hour. We're just what three three point two miles an hour. Three we're walking. Just just a good burn. You got the heart rate at you know one seventy for a good you know ten twelve minutes to end it. You can feel the burn in your calves as you're going. Just ending with that cardio, man. It feel feels great. And then of course naturally getting in the sauna afterwards. All right. Well, yeah. No, I wish I wish I had time in the morning to go sit in a sauna, but I just don't. You, you can always wake up fifteen minutes earlier. Well, the the gym open. My gym opens at five, so I don't have oh quite have that time. So it's just kind of a quick. It's get up, go, come home, shower, then go to work right away type of thing. So gotcha. That's kind of where I struggle. But you guys got plans for the Super Bowl? Um, Heidman might come down. He's gonna be flying out the next morning, so he might come over. Logan might come over, but really just laying low. Right. I'm uh, I'm watching with with mom, mommy and daddy. Uh, oh, there you go. The last time I watched the Super Bowl with them, the Chiefs were in it. They won. Hoping to keep that same good juju going. Um, so yeah, be down down to Mankato watch with mom and dad. All right, there you go. All right, well, that puts a wrap up on the wrap on this week's episode, episode sixty four of the Three Guys Talking Ball podcast. Thank you for listening. Check us out on all of our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok at 3GTV Podcast, Facebook, three, but three Guys Talking Ball Facebook page. We'll be posting content. We'll be posting the full episode. The segments will be out on YouTube, so make sure you're subscribed to that so you get the notification when those pop up on Friday morning. And that's all we got this week. Thank you guys again for listening, and we'll talk to you next week.